It's the Q Review with your host, Kenny. This is the last episode of Season 1. Kenny and I will be taking a much-needed break to sun ourselves, recharge our batteries, and explore a whole new set of LGBTQ artists. So for Episode 19, we thought we'd interview one of our former Spotlight artists, Lucy Whitaker. In her conversation with Kenny, Lucy tells us all about her experiences at Oslo Pride, her take on being a role model in the LGBTQ community, and Lucy shares the one song she'll never cover. Kenny also updates us on the top five of our weekly Q22, as well as our Q2 and Video of the Week artists. We hope you enjoy this last episode of Season 1 of the Q Review, as much as we enjoyed bringing it to you. Here you go. from Teddy Michaels. I don't know Teddy, but I really want to know Teddy because Teddy has created a fantastic song in Dancing in Denial. It's kind of like an electro beat meets R&B and it's just such a great tune. It's a smart song. Um, it's very um, enjoyable in, in the sense that, you know, the beat, it reminds you of a little bit of a throwback to the 90s. Um, I get um, that sense of maybe some Johnny Gill in there. Some of you familiar with some old uh, Johnny Gill, you'll understand what I'm talking about. But it's just got that quality of a little bit of R&B Motown, but really mixed with today's kind of electro pop beats that's out there and kind of really pop right now you know it's one of those things that you're going to put this song on repeat because it is that enjoyable and it's going to be one of those songs that you're going to remember and you're going to be telling your friends about and that's why he needs to be in the spotlight because teddy needs a spotlight because he's fantastic i don't know you teddy i want to know who you are i want to know more about teddy because he created this song and i love this song so as you can tell i'm a big fan dancing in denial from teddy michaels It is time for this week's Q22 Music Chart Top 5. I know you're excited. I'm excited. So let's dive right on in. So we asked you to vote, and you did. The story this week goes a little bit something like this. For the week ending July 28th, 2019. Holding at number 5 for a second week in a row, it is, by the way, from Nova Scotia's Bury. Up a massive 15 points from last week's number 19 spot is Gregory Dillon and his latest song, Where We're Going. The G. Dillon fans came to work this week, as you can tell. So also holding another week at number 3, it's Kaisos and Happily Ever After. And after three weeks at number 1, three weeks, people. 
Fardan, Aurora, and 30 Under 30 falls out of the top spot to become in at number two. And you know what that means? We have a new number one, and it is from Yavin and Good Fun. Yavin may have had good fun claiming the top spot, but it was a hard fight, I will tell you. So will he hold on to for a second week, or will Fardan make a comeback? Or will Gregory Dillon and his Orange Army make him another leap to grab the brass ring? So to make that magic happen, you gotta vote. Go to www.qreview.ca. Check out the artists, check out the songs, and get your vote on. Voting closes Sunday nights, uh, after which I drink copious amounts of wine and count your ballots. My life is a never-ending roller coaster, folks, but I do it all for you. Vote early, vote often, and vote for your faves. from London, England, the wonderful, the enigmatic Lucy Whitaker. Lucy, welcome to the Q Review. Hello, thank you for having me. Listen, thanks for being here. It's always great when we get a chance to talk to artists, especially when uh, they're doing such interesting work. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. It's been uh, a few months and it's been a pretty busy few months for you. How are you taking it all in? Yeah, do you know what? I'm actually feeling really really positive at the moment um I think I go through stages when things get a bit overwhelming and I'm just like oh my god how am I gonna pull this all off and like make it happen but then somehow you just magically do every single time but yeah I feel good I feel great uh well congratulations on that because it's, it's been great to watch what's been happening and kind of follow you along the way and hear the music come out and see the video come out and you mentioned fan reaction that's that it's been good um yeah. I'm curious you, you were just in Oslo for Oslo Pride. Yes. Um, in comparison to being in, in England, being over in Oslo, how is, how is the comparison to it? Oh, my goodness. Oslo Pride. And I've been to a lot of Prides, but I think Oslo Pride was my favorite Pride I've ever been to. It was a absolutely massive like um it made london pride look small i ended up on i know i ended up on the first float in the parade like i just magically ended up there with my girlfriend and two hundred and fifty thousand people came to watch the parade and i i'm a massive crybaby anyway i was just like crying the whole way around just completely overwhelmed at prides in the uk they are quite quickly becoming very commercialized and I think, you know, there are upsides and downsides to that. But what was really interesting about Oslo is that it, it didn't have that vibe at all. I know, like, uh, Skittles were involved. And the only evidence of that was there was some person just, like, handing out free Skittles. And that was it. But whereas when you're at, like, London Pride or Manchester Pride, there are, you know, massive floats with all these different brands on sponsoring Pride. And it, it almost feels like it's more, 
about the brands and then the pride and the message sometimes whereas with oslo it felt like such a community atmosphere and it was yeah it was absolutely amazing and all the staff were so lovely the weather was great the food was amazing it was i bet it was awesome uh, that's a really interesting take on that too, because I think here in North America we hear a lot of that the uh, you know the commercialization of pride mm-hmm. and 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 you're right. There's positive you know there's pros and cons to it when you think about how many artists are out there who are trying to change things or mm-hmm. just the organizations are trying to change things. There's a lot of money that's involved, and you do need sponsorship. Mm-hmm. But when it becomes more about the brand than it does yes. about the actual people in the community. It, it can play off a little bit like a, a bad movie sometimes. Yeah, uh, 100%. I think, you know, obviously prides need money to run, otherwise they don't exist. And so, it, like, realistically, the money has to come from somewhere. But I think what's really important is that there's a reason pride exists and there's a reason we still have to have, to have prides because ultimately, like, we're not we haven't reached equality yet. And I think to, I think that message has to remain really strong. I think we have to maintain the fact that Pride is a protest. And yeah, you know, it's great that like Tesco's want to give a load of money, but maybe they could do it and be slightly more quiet about it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's a funny one. It's a really funny one. I think as well, like, I don't know if you have this over, over where you are, but like over here, kind of like mid-July time in London, all these shops and restaurants just like put a rainbow at the front of their shop, which is really nice. But also I kind of think, what are you doing the other 11 months of the year? You know, what are you doing when it's not fashionable or not cool to be gay? You know, I sound like I'm being really pessimistic. I'm not. I think it's amazing. And I think it's amazing that they feel they can do those things. But also it's like there's a message and there's a protest and we're here to fight for equality. We're not here to just like get drunk in the street and have a nice time. That's just like a byproduct of fighting for a cause. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Um, and I think that you hit the, the nail on the head. I've been kind of pushing out that pride is not over. Just because the mm. month of June is over, pride's not over. Pride is 12 months of the year. It's 24 hours a day. And yeah. for those of us who, who live in that world, it's, it's our lives. And it's great to put a nice bow on it and say June is Pride Month because mm-hmm. it's, it's big in North America and, and mm. primarily in the United States. But like London Pride's still going on. You just just read Oslo Pride. Pride around mm-hmm. here is not getting started uh, for another couple of weeks, and and that's just the the event of it. Yeah, um, you're right. The other, you know, the other eleven months of the year, the other all that time, mm-hmm. a rainbow flag doesn't cover it. It's great to show support, but how do you show support all the other parts of the year? Exactly, and I know there are there are some brands in the UK. Like there's a makeup brand that does. There's loads of stuff for Pride and it actually has done for years and it just does stuff for LGBT, LGBTQ charities like the whole year round. And I think, I think the people that do it all year round, it's not for their gain. They are actually trying to make a positive difference and I think that's something to be admired and, and to really be celebrated and supported. Pride is a big topic, and obviously for for us it, it sure is. Um, mm-hmm. And you just uh, recently put out your Pride playlist, which is really interesting. And it's it reads like a who's who of kind of what's happening right now. You know, El Divine's uh-huh. on there, and Lizzo, and Kevin Abstract, and you know, and you had some throwbacks to some older uh, music as well. But yeah. it kind of speaks to what's happening in music right now and in yep. pop music. Um, yep. Just how much an explosion is happening out there. It's true, yeah. I think there's a real surge at the moment. Uh, with with so many like 
you know, kind of queer pop stars that are coming out of, of the woodwork. What's great, first of all, is that they're not coming out. They were already out. That's great. Um, but they're yep. becoming more and more known. In your area, being over in London, and I know that you're moving around a lot and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but do you get a chance to connect with those other artists that are out there? Yeah, I think, do you know what? Like, social media is a great tool for connecting with people, as we all know. And, um, yeah, it's amazing. I mean, stuff like Pride Playlists. I, I've read a few Pride Playlists and looked over some stuff and actually discovered artists I didn't know existed before, reached out to them. And, you know, now we're looking at, like, doing some writing sessions and collaborating. And, you know, I've been to a few gigs because I've just discovered new artists. So, yeah, I think there's definitely a real, like, LGBTQ music community over here. And it's great that you're reading these playlists and finding out these other artists. And I think that's really what it all is all about, that the strength in community that's there, especially from artist to artist or producer to producer or producer mm-hmm. to artist aspect, which, which leads into you and as an artist and recently with Miracle, because you made a bit mm-hmm. of a, a switch with this single from yeah. uh, your previous music, which was a little bit more, I guess, traditionally pop flavored. And Miracle's got mm-hmm. a little bit more teeth, a little bit more edge, a little bit more grit mm-hmm. to it. Are you enjoying that new world or, or that new style of, of pop? Yes, music? yes, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah, I just kind of, I don't know what it was. I feel like for a long time I made music that I felt like I should be making. And I think I was like, okay, cool. So when you write a song, the hook has to go here. We should use these chords. And it was great. And I love the track so much. But then I kind of got into this mind frame of being like, you know what, I'm just going to do some cool stuff and see what happens and I think naturally I've kind of edged towards you know it's still very poppy pop but I think I've edged towards slightly grittier pop it's just pop with a bit more of a bite and yeah it's really fun and it also they're so fun to perform as well like it's the vibe is great it's really really fun so yeah I'm really excited to release the next stuff because it's more along the lines of miracle and yeah like slightly darker and slightly grittier so hopefully people love it I always say that there's two styles of pop that are really kind of surging right now. And that is your, 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 your steer right into traditional pop, like a Kim uh-huh. Petras. She is yeah. having so much fun with pop music right now. I know, uh, that, right. That traditional style. And then there's the darker pop where people are really playing with layers and trying to kind of look at pop as a very different style of music and really taking it somewhere. And yep. I think both have like their, their strong points, but it's, bo- it's interesting to watch both be pop music, but on very different levels and different styles, but both are surging really nicely. Yeah, it's exciting. And I feel like, yeah, if you make music, you're kind of, I don't know, I feel like you're kind of more free to, to just try stuff out. I think with stuff like with self-releasing, you can just put something out into the world and you never know people may love it and then you can be like oh my god maybe I should make more of that you know so you have more of a chance just to create stuff and just to put it out and see what people think it's really exciting the creative direction is really there for a a self-releasing artist Mm -hmm. and even if you think about somebody like uh, as you mentioned Kevin Abstract in your uh, playlist and what he's been doing with Brock Hampton and his own music and he started as a self-released artist and he's gained that bit of I can try anything Um, And I think that's the the beauty of self-releasing. Sure, there's not as many supports there and you you do have to get in there and dig and and really, really work. But you have to do that anyway. Mm -hmm. But having your own creative stable to play in and your own creative world just gives you more room. Yeah, 100%, 100%. And yeah, you know, like you said, there are, you know, there are issues and there are struggles that I think maybe, you know, as you're, if you're signed to a label, you don't get, I think, like financially, I think in terms of just the contacts, there are, there are issues. But also, you just, you can do whatever you want. And I think there's like a real, 
there's a real sense of freedom to that. You can just give anything a go. So yeah, it's exciting. It's very exciting. I think the answer is yes to this, but I'm going to say, does it cross over into the video too? Because you must have had a lot of fun with that video. Yeah, honestly, like I, I just come up with really weird ideas. I, I don't know why I just come up with strange things. And now I'm just in a position where I'm like, I'm just going to do the strange things because I think they'd be really funny. Um, like, so with Curious, the video for that was just me playing The Sims and acting out the storyline of the song, screen recording it and then just putting it together. And it's such an odd video. Like, if you haven't seen it, check it out. I, it's like what goes on inside my head all the time. And yeah, with Miracle, I was just like, huh, I'm going to buy a, a crown of thorns, spray it gold and then like go in the bath and look like I'm drowning and, and sit in front of a big neon cross. And everyone was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. I'm just going to do that. So I just did it. And that's it. And I think it's just like really cool and really fun. So, well, yeah. It, it kind of, you know, when you, when you think about imagery like that, not everything is about, you know, trying for hidden meanings. Sometimes it's just about the cool artistic look of things. And uh, it reminds me of uh, the weekend's video for Space Boy with that uh-huh. kind of neon crossed kind of thing as well. Sometimes it's not about trying to force imagery. It's just about having fun. 100%. And this is something like... I don't know if I should say this, but whatever I'd say. But yeah, like I know in a lot of interviews, they're like, what's the meaning behind the video? Why did you do this? Why did you do that? I'm like, because I thought it would look cool. So that that's why it's called Miracle. I'm wearing a crown of thorns. There's a big neon cross. There's not that much more to it, but I feel yeah. like people want a meaning all the time. So I'm like, oh my God, what's the meaning? What's the meaning? But actually, like, I just thought it would look cool. So that's just what I do. I think it's, you know, it's the, the backlash from the 80s and 90s of such overproduced video mm-hmm. where people, there always was, there was some kind of hitting meeting or we we're going to have cameos for the sake of cameos or there had to be some mountaintop somewhere. But video is such a medium for an artist to communicate who they are. As mm-hmm. Humor is such a part of that, that sometimes if the humor is not there, if you can't have fun with your video, then why are you making the video? Yeah, what's the point? It's like, it's expensive and time consuming. So if you don't like doing it, literally don't bother. Just like save yourself your energy. But yeah, do fun stuff. You wrote the song, you made the music. So obviously, if it's your concept going into it, not everybody's super creative with concepts. But I mean, if it's your mm-hmm. concept. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It is who you are. So it's it's great. So anyways, I personally enjoyed it. And I thought it was great. I loved that it was, you know, it matched the, the song with a little bit of that kind of edge and grit to it. But you could see that there was, it, it's not that humor that it was a funny video. It's just that you could tell that you probably really enjoyed the creation of it. And yeah. you know, this was something that it, it's you. A hundred percent. Exactly. And that's like, I'm really glad that came across. Being a young artist. So, I mean, you're out there, you're doing your thing. You know, the struggles of being a, a young LGBT artist and just an artist in general. Being young, you have a younger fan base, or and you probably have an older fan base too, because I think that you cross a lot of different age demographics. But as somebody who's young and knowing that there's young fans out there, do you see yourself at all as a, a bit of a role model? Um, That's a hard a one, I know. One. Do you know what? I do actually get asked this. And I think, in a sense, I, the way I see it is like, when I was 12, or like when I was 13... I really, really wanted someone that I could look up to, that I could relate to, who was doing cool stuff. And I like I didn't have that person because they weren't they weren't visible, like they just didn't really seem to exist. And so now, like I do get messages from people and people at shows will come up to me and they'll you know, they'll say things and I just think, Okay, cool, like it's not my responsibility, but I feel like 
I feel like for some people, yeah, I am a bit, and that sounds so ridiculous to say out loud, but I think, yeah, for some people, like, I, I am that person that I needed when I was, like, 13, and that person who is just doing what they love, having a really nice time, and is, is happy and comfortable with who they are and is, and is visible, you know? So I think, in a way, yes. I, and I think that's what it is. I mean, role model may not be the, the best expression for it, but I think what you're, what you're talking about is very right. Being older myself, I d- there was nobody in my world for me to look up to. I either had to pretend or just wish that they could be or, or, or whatever um, because there were no out stars and yeah. out musicians. And music, music has always been such a huge part of my life that it, I don't know what that would have been like. But I yeah. see it now with younger people where it's so refreshing for a young teenager or a young person in their 20s to be able to look at somebody who is their peer who's doing this and see themselves in it. That yeah, it, exactly. It, yeah, it has to be very freeing for them and very uplifting for them, but it's also got to be really you know, quite rewarding for you to know that you are the person you didn't have. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And yeah, it's really nice. Like some of the messages I get from people... I remember one Pride I did last year, Leeds Pride in like the north of England. I got messages because one thing I do is like I always make time to do kind of not like a speech, but just like say a few words just to be like, this is why we're here. We, we're not there yet. Like we, we haven't reached equality, but we will do. And just like, you know, love yourself, be proud of you, who you are, blah, blah, blah. And I just want to say to people, you know, this is why we're here. And I got messages from people after that gig saying like, I came out to my parents today because of what you said yesterday. And like, I came out to my mum and I was like, oh my God, that is amazing. Like to be able to affect someone or like, I don't know, just give, give someone that bit of encouragement that they need to be honest about who they are. I was reading these messages and just crying. Like I literally got like six messages the day after from people saying that. And I was just absolutely blown away. Like it was ridiculous so yeah to be able to like have that effect on people is is amazing it's like more than my mind can comprehend really do you uh, do you see yourself kind of going in a direction working with some local organizations and doing that kind of advocacy work um yeah 100 percent. so i'm i'm just about to start working with a charity in the uk called diversity role models where you basically go into schools and you talk to young people just about like lgbt issues and just kind of I don't know, just giving them an example of like people who are just living their life and having a great time and showing them that, yeah, you can just live a normal life. Um, to work with uh, the Trevor Project, you know, there are there are so many organisations I'd love to get involved with. Um, so, yeah, I'm reaching out to them. So fingers crossed we can make it happen because it is so important to me. I think that uh, groups like Trevor and um, GLAD in the States, they are very yeah. large groups. They're starting to cast, I think, a, a broader eye to the world to see who's doing what where. Because if you're affecting change in other parts of the world, it, it's a trickle-down effect and it's a trickle-across effect in a way where yeah. because of the internet and because of social media, people do see it a lot more regularly and more, a lot more readily. Speaking of which, in terms of social media and presence, it's, it's interesting. So this is a bit of a loaded question. Because LGBT artists are blowing up and, you know, we haven't really seen that level of success that maybe some pop stars reach from yeah. an actual already out LGBT artist. Sam Smith came out after, you know, he kind of got big. Troy Sivan is, is one that was always out and he's kind of 
he's he's doing well globally, but still not mm. to the same extent. And what do you think it's going to take to crack that upper kind of level? And with things like the recent coming out of Little Nas X, which was hysterical to kind of watch over the the weekend because I know <laughs> people lost their minds. What a guy! But I love that. Like, I, I didn't do. follow him on Instagram or Twitter before, and then I did. So now I'm completely here for him. I was here for him before, but do your thing. Like, that's I great. Know. Insane how much people lost their minds on, online mm-hmm. over this. And I he's, know. you know, taking it very slack and just kind of like, you know, I thought <sighs> people thought I made it clear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As, a, as somebody who's younger and kind mm-hmm. of really looking at this and doing it yourself, whether or not you have your eye on that level of success or not is, mm-hmm. is immaterial. It's more about the... You know, what is it that's going to take for people to start changing their their mindsets about things? It's a tough one. And you're definitely right. Like, no gay artist, no, like, out gay artist from the beginning has reached that insane level of success that we see a a lot of artists reach. I think in terms of how it happens, I mean, ultimately, the music has to be amazing. Like, they they just have to... I think regardless of like what what their sexuality or gender identity is, I think they just have to make amazing music. I think that's like one really big factor. And I like I you know I love Troy Sivan and I love a lot of these LGBT artists, but like I feel like they just have to have great pop writers if that's where they want to get to. And then I think it comes down to I think it comes down to society, and I think it comes down to God. There are so many factors. I think society. I think how people view. A lot of these artists and and also making these artists relatable to not only lgbt people but straight people as well so i think they have to speak to everyone on a human level um which is a massive thing i think you know obviously they need the support of a label who's going to pump loads of money into them i think they need a platform um but i think ultimately they just need to be that person you know we hear so often i don't know if you get this in the uk but uh, in in the us but like in the uk we we there are these female artists who everyone ums and ahs about whether they might be bi or not like i don't want to see that i want to see someone who's like this is who i am i'm amazing listen to my tracks and i do think we'll get there i just think it's a combination of a lot of different things yeah i agree and i think we're we're on our way there and it's it's great to 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 see it happen definitely Um, i mean with all of this and and there's so much here that you're working on and being busy with and doing things like this and going here and going there and finding little nooks to kind of talk to people in. Um, how are you looking after yourself? Like, how do you keep yourself, practice self-care and, and, and make sure that you're taking care of as you go through this? Because you really are doing it all. Yeah. Do you know what? It's, I, I do need to get better at it. Um, I think I'm one of these people, I'm very all or nothing. Like, I don't really have an off switch. And so for me, like, I really got into the habit when I was younger of just, like, working so, so, so hard, making myself ill, having to stop for, like, three weeks and then doing it again. But over time, with age comes wisdom, and I've learned to stop doing that so much. So I think for me, like, just to have a day where I can just, like, chill every, I don't know, every, like, two weeks is so nice. Just, like, eat nice foods, just stuff like that. But I think as well, most importantly for me, my girlfriend is a bloody legend. Am I allowed to swear? Is bloody a swear word? Oh, my God, yeah. Well, yeah, she's just, like, amazing, and she gets it as well. She works in music, so she understands. And I have friends who are really supportive and who are just lovely and who also will just talk to me about normal stuff and not music. And it's just so nice to just, like, watch telly and just chill with them and just talk about anything other than music sometimes. So Sometimes it's just good to just sit. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, but yeah, I think the people around me are like the main, the main thing for me. And, and getting enough sleep. Oh my goodness. Get sleep. I am terrible at that, I admit. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we have coming up? You have, uh, you have a lot more going on. Uh, there's mm-hmm. no, more music on the way. Give us a little bit of a snapshot of, of what the rest of the year looks like for you. Okay, so for me, uh, my next single is out this month, actually. Oh, my goodness. It's out this month. It's out in July. Um, it's called Touch, and it's a bit more dancey. It's kind of like a dancey pop. Um, and then a month after that, there's a track called Hate Me, which is coming out, which is again, like really poppy, like dancey pop. I'm going on a tour in October in the UK. I'm playing loads more prize this summer. Uh, and then I'm just getting all the new music ready uh, for the new year. So it's really, really busy, but really exciting. So I'm in Canada and I follow a lot of stuff over in the US and, and Canada, as well as the mm-hmm. UK and things. I'm curious from your end, so from my lens, I see you pop up everywhere. But from your experience, have you gotten much response from North America or or is that something that you're even looking at right now? To be honest, I think for me, like the only the only stuff I've done outside of the UK is Europe. And then we did Texas. Obviously, I would absolutely love to head out to everywhere. um, But I've just been focusing on stuff kind of closer to me um, right now. But I'm definitely looking out for opportunities all over the place because I feel like, you know, anything is possible. So I'm looking out for stuff everywhere. So who do you have on repeat right now? Who's who's on your radar of, of other uh, artists that are out there? Like LGBT artists or just Could anyone? be anybody. Oh, my goodness. So, obviously, I already mentioned her in my Pride playlist, but L Divine, Naked Alone, is such a banger. Oh, my goodness. It's like my tune of the summer. Um, there's also a group called... I think you pronounce it Muna. It's like in capital letters, M-U-N-A. Yeah. Their new track is absolutely amazing. Like so good. It's the best Number thing I've heard. Number one fan? Yes. Oh my God. It's so like the good. best thing I've heard in a long time. Honestly, as soon as I heard it, as soon as that first line hits, I was like, this is amazing. Like this is so cool. So yeah, it's kind of all about the girls at the moment. And then obviously like it's pride season so the classics are coming out like the madonnas the george michaels the elton johns but yeah i'm i'm kind of feeling new females in pop at the moment i feel like it's a really exciting time for female pop singers i think it is too i think you're i think absolutely correct on that there's some great stuff happening out there yeah it's true i have a couple of really quick fire questions for you you can choose to pass i'm hoping that you won't they're a little bit more fun (laughs) Okay, let's so, do it. All right, number one, celebrity crush. Rihanna. Oh! That was quick, wasn't it? Absolutely quick, and she's absolutely <laughs> beautiful. She's gorgeous. And she's so, like, she's just fierce. <laughs> oh, she's a legend. She's a legend. What, oh. what a woman. All right, number two, bungee jump or skydive? Oh, yuck. Neither? Can I say neither? You can say neither. Up? I would say neither absolutely neither ever never in a million years no way <laughs> i hate heights same here i'm not i'm not good with it favorite ice cream flavor uh, i would say vanilla or toffee oh mm. toffee yum uh-huh i know right superpower of choice fly yeah i think i think it's just a standard in all of us that we all want to fly even if we don't like heights I think that may be why we choose flights, because we don't like heights, and if we could control ourselves, if we'd be up there and not have to get in a plane. 
Just hover like three feet above the ground and just go somewhere exciting. Just glide. <laughs> yeah, that would be me. Very safe. All right. If you could cover one song, what would it be? <gasps> uh, do you know what? I know, okay, it would be Michael Jackson, Man in the Mirror. But that song to me is like sacred. And so I will never, ever touch it. But I wish I had the guts to do it because I know that I'll never be able to do it justice. So it would be Man in the Mirror because I think it, it's my favourite song of all time ever. There are loads. But if I had to pick one, that would be it. That's a great choice. That's, that's mm-hmm. absolutely a great choice. Thank you so much for talking with us today. Oh, thank you for having me. It's been so nice. Uh, we try to make it very comfortable for people. I, I hope we succeed. There's so much coming up with you, and we're so I'm I'm super excited to watch it kind of just unfold. And you know, I think that there's every possibility in the world we may see you in Canada at some point in time because I just think that the music style that you're doing is going to really resonate with with people as you keep putting it out. I think that you're just one of those uh, artists that I think just you you transition so well across across genres and platforms that I have no doubt that we're going to see you on on this side of the ocean at some point in time. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I really really hope that that's the case. I'm going to try my best to make it happen. Let's do awesome. it. We're going to hold you to and we're going to try to do anything that we can to get you over here. I appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> well, listen, I will return you to your life. Thank you so much for being with us. All right. Thank you for having me. I'm thinking it Q2, two songs we think that you need to be listening to right now. Our first Q2 this week is from the wonderful, we called her mesmerizing, Kai Mata and her latest single, So Hard. Uh, I love Kai. Um, I've talked to Kai on our podcast, talking to us about her travels and the music that she's encountered along the way. We've done an artist feature on her. Um, We've pretty much given you every way to kind of get to know Kai because we love her that much. You need to listen to So Hard simply because of the message that's coming across. It's all about being yourself, being true to yourself, being your authentic self, and not fitting into somebody else's mold. Um, And when talking to Kai, if you've listened to the podcast episode that she's done, she's very open and unapologetically LGBTQ with her music and with herself. And she's been some places and seen some things. The song is witty. It's fun. It's nice to see an artist have some fun with this, but actually get a message across. Kai is a pretty fantastic artist, and I can't wait to hear more from her. And right now we have So Hard. Enjoy it. Please go listen to it. We love Kai. You should love Kai too. Go listen to So Hard because it's so easy. So go and lust and fantasize, but nothing more. Despite your tries, I don't need a dictator to tell me what I need. 
Our second Q2 this week comes from a very talented man with very bright red hair, and it's about 10 feet tall. I'm talking about the one and only Prime. That's Prime with two M's. And his song, In My Prime. And that's also Prime with two M's. Hashtag In My Prime. So this song is pretty fantastic. And it's always great when artist comes along who really understands pop music. And that's what I think is happening here with Prime. It's a very positive song. It's very upbeat. It's very fun. But it's just got really great, strong pop sensibility. It's one of those songs that when you hear it, you're going to go, I need to have that on my playlist. I need to have that in my car. I need to have that in the club. I need to have that while I'm pre-drinking before I go to the club. It's just an all-around solid bop. And Prime, as an artist, is really interesting because I think that, um, especially from the LGBTQ community, he's someone who's kind of come along right at the right time who really understands how to deliver that that texture of sound that really uh, resonates with people and that really resonates i think with a broad section especially age-wise of people good pop music is really good when you just kind of can just enjoy it and enjoy it for what it's worth there's there's good music that's in there there's good messaging that's in there and for prime he's even got great hair that's in there he's fantastic the song's fantastic we love it we want you to hear it we want to hear more of it q2 this week prime and in my prime tell me when it's my time because i'm not waiting every day i'm living in my Our video of the week comes from St. Daniel. St. Daniel is um, a new artist residing in London who originally came from Russia. He's got a fantastic backstory, and we're going to have some articles coming out with him and a feature on him very, very soon. But right now, um, his latest video is out for his single, um, Wake Me Up and You're Gone. And the video is it reminds me of kind of like a throwback to the 80s style when location videos used to be kind of all the thing. Old Duran Duran videos were, were big for this. And even in the 90s with Madonna's Frozen and, and St. Daniel really kind of talks about that in his article about videos like that where he kind of got the, the idea and, and what he wanted to bring to the screen for this song. It's very serene and it's just him. It's kind of a, a sepia tone in, in ways, but it's it just has a really kind of alluring quality to the video. It's very relaxing to watch, but um, if you've ever seen Sting's Desert Rose, it kind of reminds me a little bit about that as well. St. Daniel, Video of the Week, and uh, you should check this out. And you should check out St. Daniel. He's He's kind of got a smoldering look to him. I think you'll enjoy. So St. Daniel, our Video of the Week. Well, another key review in the can. Hard to believe we've done 19 episodes. A lot of work has gone into this. It was a labor of love for Kenny for sure. And, you know, me too. But we're so glad to take a little break so that we can recharge our batteries and come back even better than ever. So make sure to join us uh, in about six weeks time, mid-September, when we'll bring you a brand new Q review. 
in the meantime, while we're gone, you can take a walk down memory lane and listen to our earlier episodes. Episode 10 is my favorite. Or you can read features and reviews or vote for the weekly Q22 by checking out our website at qreview.ca. Make sure to join us for Season 2, which will bring some new features, some new artists, and even more amazing LGBTQ music. Thank you to everyone for listening, and you'll hear from us soon. But before we go, a little bit more from Teddy Michaels.